Hello, friends. Hello, 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 friends. A tradition unlike any other. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. In your life have you seen anything like that? There it is. Adam Scott, a life changer. Mashed potato. Here it, here it, here it, here it comes. A quick note from our good friends at Cobra about their innovative new family of LTDX drivers, fairways, and hybrids. The LTDX woods feature power core technology, which lowers spin and delivers powerful ball speed upon impact. To ensure the new LTDX line is able to optimize performance for all types of players, it's available in three distinct models. The LTDX LS is a low spin model designed for skilled players with faster swing speeds. The LTDX Max combines maximum stability and maximum draw bias. Thank you very much. And the LTDX is the perfect blend of both, creating the best combination of low spin and maximum forgiveness. For more information about the LTDX line, visit www.cobragolf.com.au or try one for yourself at your nearest golf shop. Welcome back to the 19th Tee Podcast. Drew's with you for tonight's episode. Looking forward to this one with Simon Zybeck. He's the boss of blitz golf uh, um, a wonderful format of the game that we are massive supporters of here at the 19th tee their season kicks off this weekend up at oxley in brisbane uh, free tickets to that event if you'd like to head along you can head to the blitz golf website simon's going to join us to break down the season uh, talk a little bit about what's been happening in the off season there's plenty of exciting stuff that's happening in the blitz golf world as well so we'll get all the lowdown from simon zybeck in just a moment before we do get there though it is of course vic pga championship week after a couple of weeks off uh, from the wa open over here uh it's now time to head into the victorian uh swing of things and we've got the p the vic pga as i mentioned 250k up for grabs blake windred the defending champion and a really strong field assembled of course names like zach murray dane lawson and dave Michaluzzi winners on the uh, two or so far this season, Braden Becker, Jack Thompson, the defending champ, Blake Windred, Andrew Martin, Chris Wood, Josh Armstrong, uh, Brett Rankin. There's plenty of really good names in there. Of course, a name that we are excited to see in amongst things as well that we haven't seen on an Australian list for a little while is our good friend, Justin Warren, was his back from the US and we'll be catching up with him next week as well to recap maybe a win at the uh, Vic PGA, but certainly we'll be catching up to to see how things pan out for him and, and also how it's been the last sort of six, seven months over in the US. Uh, some really um, exciting names, as I said, uh, going to be heading out to Moona Links, the Open and the Legends course for the Vic PGA. If you want to get along, make sure you do so. It'll be a wonderful uh, week of golf in Victoria. It's exciting to have it back. Uh, very tough to pit, try and pick a winner out of the names, there are so many good names on the list uh, this year. Marshy, obviously not with us tonight, and I haven't got his winner. Um, so I'm going to refrain from giving a tip and just uh, kind of sit on the fence. But plenty of really strong names in that field as well. Plenty of other golf news happening just very quickly that I'd like to mention. Uh, and I'll start over in Europe, the final stage of the DP World Tour Qualifying School is rapidly approaching and we've got uh, four Aussies who have advanced across the second stage venues in Spain. So Hayden Hopewell, uh, a special shout out to him. He finished in a tie for fourth at the Desert Springs Golf Club. Jared Felton, Kyle Michelle, 
and Jordan Zunick, uh, some good friends of the show there, uh, have kept their chances of a card alive for 2023 at the DP World Tour. Of course, they're going to join Dimi Papadatos, Aaron Pike, and Louis Dobler, three good friends of the show, who received direct entry to the final stage uh, by virtue of their finish on the Tour of Australasia last year. So very exciting uh, for those seven Australians that will be uh, in the Q School final uh, in uh, I think it's in a couple of weeks, which will be uh, exciting to see. Of course, uh, we did have uh, golf played over the weekend, the Australian PGA Senior Championship, which was won by Richard Green at 11 under. He birdied the last hole to beat Andre Stoltz by one stroke. He stumbled throughout that final round as well. It was only a three-round uh, tournament at the Richmond Golf Club, but uh, Richard Green managed to hold on uh, for a one-shot victory, rounds of 67 and, and two 66s. Uh, of course, there was the PGA Tour golf happening as well, which was the Mayakoba. Uh, not traditionally one of uh, the most interesting tournaments, but it does have the most interesting trophy that I love looking at, the uh, the chameleon, the multicolored chameleon, which is one to, to look at down in Mexico. Russell Henley was the winner at 23 under par. Uh, round, two rounds of 63 to open things up and around a 65 in the third round and 70 on Sunday to finish four uh, strokes ahead of punter Harmon in outright second. Scotty Scheffler absolutely flew home today with a round of 62, if you don't mind. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, bogey free, had an eagle uh, on the par four third hole as well, just to add uh, a little bit of extra cream on that one. He finished in a tie for third alongside Joel Damon, Troy Merritt, Seamus Power, who's in a good bit of form, and Will Gordon. Victor Hovland, other na- another big name to finish inside the top 10 uh, with four rounds in the 60s. He was one of only a couple of players to do that. Jason Day continues his good r- little run of form. Uh, he finished in T21 uh, with a 66 uh, today as well. So he shot up 14 places to finish T21 alongside a handful of players. Just scrolling through the other names, uh, New Zealander Danny Lee made the cut and finished in T64. Aussie Aaron Badley uh, missed the cut, uh, and I think that might have... Oh, Harrison Endicott, our good friend Harrison Endicott, uh, also missed the cut, unfortunately, as well. But Jason Day, good to see uh, in a nice little run of form as well. He's been uh, MIA for, for quite some time. He's uh, It's interesting actually looking at his stats. He's sixth uh, on the tour for strokes gained approach to green at plus 1.25, but uh, around the green and the putting is is letting him down at the moment. But uh, overall, T to green, he's sitting 18th. He's uh, had some nice uh, finishes so far this season, the Shriners finished T8, T11 at the CJ Cup and T21 at the Mayakoba. So good to see Jason Day uh, starting to play some good golf after being in the wilderness for a little bit. Um, so good to see another Aussie kicking some goals. That's going to be my very short intro. As I mentioned, we do have Simon Zybeck from Blitz Golf joining us. Uh, if you want to get involved in the show, absolutely feel free to do so. Drop us a line on the Instagrams, uh, the 19th Tea Podcast, or on Facebook as well. If you want to buy some merchandise, um, you can definitely do so. The link to do that is in our bio. But without any further ado, let's get to Simon Zybeck. 
I'm very pleased to be joined by the boss, the CEO, I don't know, whatever titles I want to give him because uh, he can't tell me otherwise. Simon Zybeck from Blitz Golf joins me once again, mate. Great to have your company uh, again on the show. Very proud to be supporting uh, Blitz Golf again this year and, and giving you guys um, some promotion and love because we absolutely love the product. So welcome back to the 19th team, mate. Appreciate having you back. It's been a, a little while since we've spoken. There's obviously been quite a lot that's happened in your space. You and I keep in regular contact, which is which is nice. And it's often yeah. not really anything to we're not we're not really talking shop. We're just talking talking golf most of the time. But yeah, you, so. you've been a busy man over the past sort of four or five months since we last spoke. Yeah, look, absolutely. I mean, obviously life in general keeps you very busy and, and the like, but uh, you know, the Blitz golf side as well as has been uh, it's been quite an exciting year as we explore I guess explore an all front so um, just got back from the states which was a bit of a whirlwind trip uh, twelve days over there which mostly pleasure but also a bit of business and um, yeah, got to take the wife over there for our belated twenty year anniversary which is obviously COVID affected for two years which was nice um, to show her that the big city but um, yeah the Vegas part of the trip was a bit of a scoping mission and seeing what sort of could lie there for us and um, scaped a few clubs and, and got a few contacts and investors lined up. So it was a really promising trip for us and um, there's some exciting stuff in the pipeline, I think, there with um, what we're trying to build around with our international series and Vegas being one of one of four events that we're trying to get off the ground in the next sort of 12 or so months. Um, as, as well as continue to grow the, the sort of national series here in Australia, which, which who knows, maybe that can lead into and become a leg in the international series or, or create a pathway for players that win the domestic comp to, to participate in the international series. So there's a lot of things that we're trying to throw around at the moment and, yeah, some exciting stuff in the pipeline. As you mentioned, that trip to the US, you know, as we've been speaking about, has been postponed, you know, due to COVID and whatever, but... It must have been good to get over there, I guess, uh, you know, from the pleasure side of things. It's always nice to have a holiday. Yeah. But from the business side, you know, you've been talking to me for about this for a little while now and and obviously the opportunities, I guess. What are, what are sort of the differences that you can kind of see in terms of the American market as opposed to the the Aussie market? Because, you know, I've, I've not played golf in America and, mm. and I guess my sort of foray into golf happened after my time over there. So I guess the golfing culture in the in america is not really ingrained into me so can you maybe just give us a yeah. bit of an understanding of how those differences might look it's just just completely on another scale like really when you when you talk i mean obviously you've seen it with the sort of crowds that are coming out to, to events i mean we get that with some of our, our bigger events here um but that's every event over there and and just the population and the amount of people that play golf and the amount of businesses that want to support golf and do support golf and the way they fill events up at all levels, it's um, it's crazy. And, and talking to people, um, it's it's fascinating because you know a number of people I didn't think would have even heard about Blitz Golf have. So news has spread, and we've our marketing is working really well, which is which is fantastic. Um, and just the just the positivity around what what it can look like over there with um, sort of such a unique product, uh, which is say built for TV, which is which is where the excitement comes because. That sort of market, when you look at primetime TV and, and live attendances, it's every day of the week, and that's such a big part of their culture for um, the numbers they get out to things on Mondays and Tuesday nights and Wednesdays. It's just unheard of in Australia. So you're just dealing with such a big market, and, and even on the money side, like there's just, you know, you throw numbers at sponsors maybe in Australia that, 
you're not getting that much traction, but it's such a small amount for some of the big companies over there. And, and that's just the scale sort of side of things, which is, I think, where the opportunities lead. But at the same time, we're very, very bullish on retaining a cool series in Australia, which becomes a, you know, a pathway into an international series and um, continuing to sort of grow it on both fronts is, is our vision and sort of part of our sort of five-year plan, I guess, we put in place when we started in 2018. And so we're probably only halfway through that five-year plan if you consider that COVID sort of washed us out for about 18 months or, you know, certainly took the momentum away from us a little bit anyway. Uh, the TV sort of broadcast piece and, and the fact that your product and uh, and tournament and, and well product to, to use an oversaturated term in, in the golfing world at the moment is done yeah. in that three hour time slot right it, it really is the big bash equivalent of, of golf you get a result in three yeah. hours and and you're in and out and it's got the entertainment aspect of it i mean it would have been very easy for you to uh pivot away from the structure that you had put in place in terms of how the actual day flows but you've stuck to your guns and i guess that ability to go to a broadcaster which you've been able to do is, yeah. is so important in terms of i guess the commercial viability of what you're putting forward and it gives you such a massive different point of difference compared to i guess our regular our regular tour here in australia one-off yeah. events even like cathedral as we were talking about last week your event yeah. is done in three hours yeah, absolutely. We're, we're big on that. Like, you know, it's, it's obviously a lot of innovation in golf right now and there's a lot of, um, you know, one, two, three sort of uh, day formats floating around and and that's all great for golf and gets people talking about sort of golf can look in a number of different ways. <clears throat> and our sort of vision from the start was also to be able to coexist with any tour and not not have to, um, you know, we want to, obviously we're our own independent body, but we want to be able to sort of slot in amongst other tour events and, I mean, it's inevitable as you grow, you're going to have clashes with events and, and players will, you know, no doubt pick and choose where they want to play and, and generally follow the money and the status and we get that. Um, but hence why we've built a product which is really geared around smaller fields, making sure everyone gets paid and the entertainment angle where you don't rely purely on tour pros. You've got, you've got men playing, you've got women playing, you've got elite amateurs, you've got celebrities playing all against each other for the money and um, and this year we've we've got more more celebrities playing in the fields as well. And I think this is just that entertainment angle. We're running done in three hours, which is which is so unique, which lines up with TV sport all around the world, basketball, uh, said twenty twenty cricket, um, all all major sports pretty much that have a massive TV presence and following are pretty much running done in that three you know three and a half hour window. So I think that's just where the excitement comes. And obviously as we get some sponsors on board and, and some and some um we'll get some bigger purses and we'll attract some bigger names that's just all happens with time but for the moments we're more than happy just to be able to grow it steadily and and accept that we'll get the best fields we possibly can working around the, the tours as best we can as well um and not just i mean yeah obviously we don't want to have clashes with events i mean we've got one this weekend for our first event and that's that was unavoidable which we tried our best to try and not have any clashes this year, but, you know, growing to six events from two um, and, and wanting to work in that summer space, it was going to be pretty difficult to not have any clashes, I would have thought. So. Well, you've done pretty well with it, really, when you, you consider that you have grown threefold. I mean, it, as you mentioned there, kicks off this weekend, Oxley uh, up in Brisbane, Sunday, yep. 3 p.m., which will be very exciting. And then uh, I'll run through the schedule here quickly. December 9th at the Eastern down in Victoria, 
Yep. Uh, December 11 being a Sunday at Howlong, which was very popular last year from all reports. December 16 at Wollongong, December 18 here at the WA Golf Club, and then the final in Adelaide at North Adelaide uh, on January 6. Uh, double headers in there as well, which is really exciting. You're going to be a busy man flying around the country running all these <laughs> things, Simon. But uh, this is going to be uh, – it's a really exciting schedule, and I, and I think it um, – yeah. you know, you've found a really niche spot in that sort of summer break uh, yeah. in in the Aussie Tour anyway <laughs> to get to get a whole heap of uh, the Aussie pros flying around the country playing blitz golf. Oh, look, we want, I think we've tried to condense it a bit more next year, even we'll have those six events wrapped up in, you know, three or four-week window max. I mean, this year it's six weeks, but we were really big on wanting to get, to, you know, at least five different states this year, which we've done. Um, maybe double-headers within states next year and, and sort of, you know, four states, two double-headers or, uh, sorry, four double-headers potentially. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of excitement building for what we're going to try to do next year, as well as international, to, to grow that national series and, um, yeah, the, the travel part will be interesting. I've got, I think, four, four events in nine days there from the 9th to the 18th and um, driving to Melbourne and up to Howlong and over to Wollongong and then flying to Perth and and uh, someone's driving my car back to Adelaide for me. So it's going to be a, a fun little stretch of, of events. And, um, yeah, obviously with the, the purses this year, it was important that we got events to every state so that players who wanted to play an event could um, to try and qualify for the Adelaide final because you've got those, the top eight in the points race will be joined by uh, eight previous event winners uh, who have gotten exemptions if, if they take it up. And then the remaining eight spots in that 24 player field get, get actually filled by a sponsor and fan invites. So we're going back to the social media vote to fill a few spots, which was popular last year. And, and then there'll be a half a dozen spots filled by um, sponsor selections. So um, I guess um, depending on who enters the, the uh, registers to play, we'll sort of um, work through that list with the sponsors and, and see who they want to invite along. So it's an exciting way of picking a field as well. The uh, There's plenty of love from the players out there. You know, we're very fortunate to keep in contact with a number of different players and, and plenty of guys have said, you know, it, it's at the perfect time so that they, they are really keen to travel perhaps where in years gone by they may not have been as keen yeah. to say come to Perth if they weren't already here for another mm. event. Um, so I guess the players are also embracing it. And and the fact that I think the events are on Fridays and Sundays is probably the biggest part that maybe is being a little bit underlooked because, you know, in, in years gone by, we've had midweek events, et cetera, <coughs> yeah. and, and, they, and they've been fantastic. But a Friday Arvo, it's easy to get a knockoff on a Friday Arvo yeah. and, of course, a Sunday as well. So the clubs are supporting, give you know, we're very thankful that they give up their club for, for you know, for yeah. a day as well. Um, but the the Friday Sunday schedule is going to be massive, and in, in terms of crowd attendance, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, well, we were so excited about getting you know the first ever Twilight Professional Golf event off the ground. We've got four of our six events at Twilight events this mm. year, so because we're wrapped up in three hours, we can start our events you know four four thirty and, and work through the dinner break and into the night, and um, and that's yeah, it's like you said, it's after work, it's school holidays. We've, we're ticking all those boxes, but, um, you know, the easy decision to not have any clashes would be we'll just run our events Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but it's it's just really not when the fans will be able to come out. And it's, it's just built for entertainment. It's built for uh, live attendance of spectators. And it would be a real shame to to dilute those attendances because we just, we're just we scared of a clash. I mean, we just put the events on and, and we'll get the best fields possible and, 
said the, the fans will be more than entertained just because the format's so exciting and what we put around our events. And, um, you know, we want to have the best players playing possible. It's, it's without question. Um, but I said we're building a product which, which doesn't rely on players alone to make it a success. It's really important that, um, that we have a product which, which stacks up regardless of who plays. Um, yeah, but I absolutely appreciate all the players that have played to date. They've been tremendous and we've had just overwhelming support from them and, you know, turning out to play our events and, and positive feedback. And, you know, we keep listening to them. It's about it's the tweaks every year about what we can do to improve it and it's, and it's really important to get their, their buy-in but also listen to what they've got to say because they're the ones playing it. And, you know, I guess you don't have an event without the players, so you've got to, got to make sure they're happy and, um, and, and you're listening to their feedback as well, which we're doing so. I guess we're very lucky that we have a, I would say that we've got a very progressive audience who listens to our, uh, to yeah. listens to our podcast. So they're probably, we might be talking to the converted here already, but in terms of the, the stuff away from the course, obviously, you know, it's, it's very fast paced action. You know, the play yeah. is a lot quicker. It's, you know, players aren't taking as long over their shots. It is a lot quicker, <clears throat> um, yeah. but there's also a heap happening away from, the course in terms of uh, I'm just reflecting on the Perth event that we had here, I think in maybe, in, I can't even remember when it was. It might've been December last year even, but yeah, when we had DJs and, uh, and the bar was set up and, and it was obviously a great venue at the WA open. So the entertainment side of yeah. the, of the event is equally as important as the golf. And in some cases, maybe even more important than the golf that happens out on the, on the course. So yeah. I guess you've really invested heavily in that entertainment side of things for the fan to come along and experience a very different type of golf event that they may have uh, experienced in the past. Yeah, definitely. And look, that's, that'll continue to grow. I mean, this year, every event's that live music element's crucial to it. The stadium holes in play all day. The players are rolling through there. So we build our central fan zone village around that stadium hole, all the bars, the, the food trucks and um, said there's lots of uh, all-day competitions and fan interactions that we do. We, we get them involved with the players for chip-offs and Blitzy, the mascot, was there last year for the first time and uh, he'll be at a, few, at a few events again this year and he was a hit with the kids and even some of the players. So um, got a few things lined up there again this year. Blitzy wants his revenge for uh, um, <laughs> being beaten by the pros last year at the final and uh, got something cool lined up there for a few of the events around that and um, just yeah, look, just bringing fans to the stadium hole to be able to compete with chip offs with players in between the rounds, and and just just to keep everyone fully immersed with the product. That's really important for us. So yeah, really excited to see what we can show this year. Obviously, all roads lead to Adelaide, um, and and that is the biggest event on the Blitz uh, on the Blitz calendar. But out of the other five, is there one that you're particularly really looking forward to? I know this might be like asking you to pick your favourite favorite child Simon but, uh is there one that you're particularly looking forward to because they're all I guess so unique in terms of what they offer um individually um yeah look, I mean all different sort of reads I think there's some genuine excitement around what we're building in Wollongong I think the Wollongong um event shaping is a really big one for us um big community we can draw on from the Sydney community as well and we actually had an opportunity to put a Sydney event on this year which we declined because we really want to put make sure that the Wollongong event got all the attention in that New South Wales coast. So to do the right thing by them. And I think just to get maximum attendances, that's, so that shaping is a really big one. And I'm really excited for, I mean, all the events, of course, but because we had the WA one last year on a less than ideal day, it was in between the two PGA events, which was um, really the only, only gap in the schedule we could do. And we're grateful to be able to have gotten it over there. But 
for what we've got this year close to Christmas and the way we're sort of building into this year with, um, with the series, uh, I think going to a Sunday event there, um, really expecting some big things out there and, and a huge crowd. So um, really excited to see what we can bring to the WA event as well. But, I mean, it all kicks off this, this uh, Sunday in Queensland and I think we'll get off to a great start there. And um, we've got a couple of new events there with, with that one in Yarra Valley and, and obviously the, the Howland event is uh, into its second year and the community up down there was amazing and we expect the same again this year. So it's growing nicely and, yeah, can't wait to get into it. Uh, as you mentioned, it does kick off this weekend up at Oxley uh, in Brizzy. Uh, you look forward, I'm sure you're looking forward to getting up there. I'm looking forward to tuning in via the app. If people want to get their tickets, they can do so at blitzgolf.net slash tickets. They can follow Blitzgolf on all the good social media channels. Uh, you do a wonderful job of keeping everyone up to date. The app is where you can get all the scores. Um, it's probably one of the best golf apps going around at the moment. That's not a dig at our PGA, but uh, it's, it's updated far more regularly than what they've got it at the moment. So, mate, this is going to be yeah. an exciting season. I think it's a really, you know, we, we've spoken about it many times on the show. It's a really important summer for Australian golf in terms yep. of uh, coming out of the back of COVID. The game is booming at the grassroots level and and someone needs to grab it by the horns. And, and you're certainly doing that. The PGA is doing it as well. And that's great to just see the ecosystem continue to grow. And, and we're really looking forward to seeing uh, Blitz get underway, obviously, on Sunday and then and then flow through. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to getting out there uh, on the 18th of December as well out at the WA there we go. Get back to the MC again, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I had a wonderful day out there uh, yeah. uh, last year, which was which was excellent, and and no uh, surprise to see Hayden Barron win it on his own course as well. So I'm hopefully sure he's back to defend it this year. I, so uh, that'll be, be nice. So. Yeah. Well, I've heard a couple of uh, a couple of players might be making the trek across as well. So I uh, might have a bit of stiff competition. But mate, wish you the best yeah. of luck for the upcoming season. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we look forward to just keeping a track of everything blitz because it is a really exciting format it's innovative it's different and uh, that's what we love about it so thanks for jumping on and chatting to us mate awesome appreciate your support thank you